0: Bridge Toll, California customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus.
0: Highland Cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother tonight? How long give? before a wedding should I send How out save the dates? Are in the first series Use of IMAP the to playoffs. check to email on other fine. email clients. Identify that's fonts left. from where to find. We were the
1: four years in habit You're versus Welcome to the
0: Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss AI powered content management for planning, creation, and refinement. Joining us is Jeff Coyle, who's the co founder and CSO of Market Muse, which uses artificial intelligence to accelerate content planning, creation, and optimization. The Market Muse platform identifies content quality issues on your site, builds blueprints that show you exactly how to write and cover a topic comprehensively. Yesterday, Jeff and I talked about AI for content planning, and today we're going to continue our conversation by talking about how to clean up artificial intelligent created SEO content. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs' Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com/awt. That's a h r e f s dot com slash awt. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jeff Coyle, the co-founder and CSO of Market Muse. Jeff, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Uh, thanks, Ben. Looking forward to this discussion. It's something I do all the time, and you know, it's a pain for so many people right now.
0: I, you know, I'm I'm excited to chat with you again too. And you know, yesterday we were talking about how you have to plan, how you have to understand who your customers are, and we can create infinite amounts of content. So if you're not putting the work into creating high volumes of content, you're going to be creating infinite amounts of crappy content. And that probably isn't great for your brand, for your customers, for the bottom line. So talk to me a little bit about how you understand what's good, what's bad, and how do you figure out how to clean up this sort of infinite amount of content to make sure what you're putting out in the world actually has value?
1: Yeah, I think that's the one thing is there may be a period of time where lots of low quality gets through the gates. It's just not going to be a value for long term. So I think the first thing we need to do, take a deep breath and recognize some of these folks are going to be going up and to the right for a little bit, and then there's going to be a correction. So first of all, don't jump to conclusions that it's a good idea for you to publish large amounts of low quality content. And frankly, it's not even a good idea for you to generate large con- large volumes of mediocre content. We've seen this across so many editorial teams, so many businesses where they took a shot at this and failed terribly, either manifesting in the fact that editorial teams have revolted, um, they published something that was, you know, inappropriate um, and it damaged the brand dramatically, or they had a negative impact on their organic search performance already. Netnet is the stakes are extremely high if you want longevity for your brand. But then again, the bar of what bad content was changed overnight with infinite scale. The bar for mediocre is now tougher. You've got to build pretty good content to be considered mediocre uh, these days, right? Um, So the scale is up. It is no longer a market to buy low quality content. All of those content agencies all had to pivot, go look at their websites, put them in web.archive.org, go through everything. It is no longer a product to build low quality content, one cent, two cent words, one cent, two cent providers are actually building, they have to build mediocre content these days, right? Um, So with the entire market shifted, you have to recenter yourself um, and assess the situation. And what does it mean to be high quality has to change as well. So when I typically have historically talked about content, I'm speaking about expertise and intent. Does it exhibit expertise? Is it comprehensive? And does it tell the story that you understand the reader and the journey that that reader is on? That is still absolutely true. The soapbox, I can still slide it along, it's still live, I can still stand on it as I've been doing for, you know, more than 10 years and as I was doing, in when the internet first came out, I was like, "Yeah, we can spam over here, but we can also write good content." Uh, now it's just the good content, right? Um, you know, there's still a lot of noise in the market. Um, there's still a lot of noise saying that SEO tactics work, and oh, this industry hasn't been touched by the qualities. Yeah, it hasn't. It's like numerology or something interesting, right? <laughs> like it's like something that doesn't have any sort of need to be, um, you know, medically correct or influence, it's not influencing purchase decisions. It's not giving someone bad information that's going to cause them a tremendous problem. If they take that bad advice, it's not, it doesn't have the potential to be a gaffe for your brand, right? But if the stakes are high, and there is passion to be delivering claims that are accurate, um, then, you know, quality needs to also include additional components.
0: So talk to me about the audit process. It seems like the ability to create infinite content has not also created the ability to audit infinite content. Right? We can just keep spitting it out there and keep going and keep going and let content pile up on content on content. But there is no artificial intelligence tool that I'm aware of, or or maybe Market Muse is the answer, but that goes through and says this is the content that you've created and it's missing the mark. It doesn't have intent. It's not serving your users. It's not answering real-world questions. How do you figure out what is hitting the mark and what isn't?
1: So the, we are doing it to identify whether comprehensiveness, not just copying competitors. So there's a big difference between understanding expertise and intent and just saying, the person I'm who's ranking well for this term does this, so I should too. First of all, it doesn't work. It certainly doesn't work if that company is a large, super large authority. And I can go on and on about, don't just copy your competitors. Don't just copy your idols. And if anyone has ever seen a site try to copy, you know, Healthline with a smaller site or try to copy Amazon. And like, I mean, we sit there and go, Oh no, it's like watching a train wreck about to, you know, about to happen. And I don't mean just plagiarizing. I mean, copying the strategy. It just doesn't work at scale. So I think you need to come up with a new checklist. And it's what we're focused on right now and innovating in the field to not just be about expertise and intent. But that's the starting point. It's, do we understand the cluster of content that's needed to service as many of these intents and the expertise required to tell a great story that we know what we're talking about, like you mentioned? And do we have all of that? So the first one auditing component, which we do do is look at cluster quality, right? Do you have any gaps in that? And do you have any gaps in the intent? And we can do that at the page level, the site level, or the site section level or cluster level. So I can confidently tell you have four articles about link building, if this were true. Three of them are really good. They should be linked together. One of them needs help. It's more about something else. And, you know, the cluster probably needs to be more like 16 to 20 pages. And you need to cover these other topics in order to be comprehensive. So I can go there, right? I'm also in the process of trying to consider what other questions need to be there for different types of queries. But that's not been, you know, solved yet. And that's where we're really advocating for workflows. And as we get closer to relaunching our generative AI solution, which the first wave comes out at the end of September, and the second wave will be towards the end of the year, it will start to bring in -in human-in-the-loop kind of, I don't know what to call them, right? Uh, I want to put toppings on my Sunday, right? I want to be adding these things to them. So what are those things, right? Does the query require real experiences, That's one to think about. Does it require expertise or are people getting away with crap, right? Does it require that I am putting my best foot forward, right? I think all businesses who want longevity need to answer those questions. Yes, regardless of what they see, because the industry is moving so fast and it's so disrupted that they should want and they should be able to easily make the case to put their best foot forward right now. So is it okay for you to say you reviewed All nine of those dog foods and you didn't? No, it's not okay. right? It's not okay if you actually want a brand if you actually didn't do that. So many of these great brands have been doing that. They've been basically acting like weak journalists. If we're going to take that tact, we need to be strong journalists with journalistic integrity and explain, hey, I didn't actually get my dog to eat nine different dog foods today um, and write this article. First of all, that's a super bad idea for that dog. Second, I, second idea, what I, but here's, here's, here was my process. I want to be honest about my process. I want to prove to you my process. I want to show my expertise through that. So there's a lot of questions where false claims or claims that can't be authenticated are going to combine with, is a real experience? Is deep expertise needed as part of the auditing process? So the auditing process is going to get real hard. It already has. It's even harder. And it's going to combine, is this adding value to the world? Is it differentiated? Is it exhibiting appropriate levels of experience, expertise? And am I following through with authenticatable information? And that's going to be the audit of the future. And that's tough. That's tough. That's a nut I'm working to crack. I can't wait to crack it.
0: (laughs) Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, it's my biggest concern in the space is that, you know, hey, I created a thousand blog posts and I, you know, tried to point the cannon in the right direction. I think the target's somewhere, you know, over this direction. Now there's a thousand blog posts that are out there in the wild and to audit them, the right way to do it is to manually go. So we're automating the content production process, but we're manually auditing what is happening. And that is just a recipe for disaster. And and to me, tells me like, hey, don't publish as much as you think you should be publishing because you're going to have to go through and evaluate whether it's working. And, and tell me a little bit about the evaluation process that you're seeing in SEO where you know, from what I know about how Google is evaluating domain authority, a lot of it is you know thumb printing. It is you know your website that has thirty thousand blog posts, and we could see that the tone is the same. So one person cannot write thirty thousand pieces of content. Your content must be from AI, and if it doesn't have the right signals, we're going to downgrade your domain. Yeah. How do you avoid looking like a spammy domain to Google if you're using AI to create content and infinitely scaling the way that you probably should be, but you can't manually audit the content and, and call it as quickly as you might want to?
1: Yes. I, so, I mean, the challenge is the process of seeing a draft and improving it may be something you're very skilled at and very able. To, you're able to morph that into something beautiful. Most people are not good at that. Which is why I say the subject matter expert editor is the skill set you want. That is the most beautiful job. That's the job of the future. It's the person with journalistic integrity who's a subject matter expert and loves to edit. Right, That's the person you need. You can audit things. There are some technology that are being innovated right now, um, which are just scratching the surface for fact checking, just scratching the surface for tone management, for uh, distillation of narratives. So you can build You can build a process for these that are semi-automated, but you have to ask the question of stakes, right? If this is bad and wrong, how bad is that for our business, right? That's question one. And, and the stakes are going to be different for everyone. If our site's about, you know, all the breeds of dog and we screw up one and we say that, you know, a Boston Terrier has a long snout and breathes comfortably, What's the stakes, (laughs) all right? What happens to us? But if you're looking at it from a Google perspective, they may be looking at these things as we've seen, the product reviews update, the helpful content update. Those are examples where they're evaluating these things to say, in general, is your site low quality? Does it exhibit signals of low quality? Well, then we're going to be basically putting a a weight on your hot air balloon. And that's the way I like to think about weight-based Instead of boost based filters by a search engine, it's basically saying all your stuff gets 18 pounds of weights and your hot air balloon is going to sink lower. Even if you have a great piece of content, it's not going to achieve its potential because you have a governor on your engine. Um, So they're already starting to do that. They've already implemented that in four or five different models. If you have a product review or a review and it doesn't exhibit the signals that you actually reviewed the product, you're at a disadvantage and you may potentially crater your entire site. So the stakes are high for your business, but the stakes are high because in my personal perspective, if we want to put this onto the calendar and look at 830 2024, Google will have to take a heavy hand against inauthentic content. So content that requires authenticity, but tries to fake authenticity. So you really need to be thinking about Can you be authentic and authenticatable? And can you justify the value to users of you writing those 30,000 posts? And if you can adequately justify the user value of all of that, perhaps then that type of query or that type of information doesn't require authentic expertise. You've got to make that case through your website. And you're going to already start to see businesses making that change with audit trails on their content, medically reviewed by updated using this technology written by ai updated by johnny he's a doctor you know you're going to start to see different iterations of this but in the end in the end google's going to have to take a heavy hand against anyone pretending to be what they're not
0: at the end of the day google is going to have to take a heavy hand against anybody pretending to be what they're not true words have never been spoken and that wraps up this episode of the voices of search podcast Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jeff Coyle, the co-founder and CSO of Market Muse. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeffrey underscore Coyle. That's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y underscore C-O-Y-L-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is marketmuse.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now. And my personal handle on LinkedIn is Benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.